Hi everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast, kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They do create standout brands, so if any companies out there need a brand new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. Thank you as always to them for sponsoring us, not only with the podcast, but with the fanzine as well, so lots of love. A, C, D and B. This is the match review panel for Salford versus Leeds. He's back, sobered up, recovered from his stag do, which means we will have stats this week, which means it will be a better podcast than last week. He is my right-hand man. He is my co-host. It is Statman Reed. <laughs> I'm a stat man. How are you? I'm a, I'm grand. How was your stag do? Uh, it was good. It was very, very good. No I, further words required. Uh, well, the canal boat was still floating, so I think that's a good barometer of how if it was good or not. So. You didn't sink the boat that you was on. Didn't that's... sink the boat. <laughs> the problem was it was also very hard to sink the boat because there'd been a leak in the canal. Which meant it was only about three foot deep. So you know, even if I, there's yeah, been a leak in the even, canal, even if it did suck, so, yeah, it, someone put on all it or something. Um, <laughs> Who do you so call the canal leaks? <laughs> well, it's, well it's, it just—I don't know what happened. But if the canal boat would have sunk, it wouldn't have sunk because it was only three foot deep anyway. I think it would have been really funny to see you just really drunk <laughs> sinking <laughs> on a canal boat. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Just some like when walking his dog walking. I'm pretty sure that's Statman Reese. <laughs> People are walking past us anyway. The canal boats are that slow. <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you very much. This is the match review panel for Salford versus Leeds, and here is how it sounded. Smith with the offload, good ball to Walters. Walters heavily involved again, just as he was at Warrington last week, Sam Walters. O'Connor, they're 10 metres away, they go from the right to the left. Cameron Smith threatens to pass, Smith going through a gap! Cameron Smith has scored! Came back on the angle, Caesar, Caesar to Myler, Myler with the long ball to Handley! Ash Handley with a, a running, a walking almost on that far side. 
with Caesar. Caesar launches one. Dupree's hit Caesar late there. It's awarded a penalty, and I think that's the right decision. No question about that. Here he comes, then Reese Martin. So 12. Got Leeds back within the 20. Here's Cam Smith. Good run. Real purpose behind that run from Smith. Leeds, though, have dropped the ball in the tackle, but a penalty. And it looked like a high shot, I think, there by Salford. So, Reese Martin at the AJ Bell as Martin steps up just to the right of the post. Up go the cries of Reese from the big Rhinos contingent behind the post. Oh, and Salford have kicked out on the full. Oh my goodness, what an error. Sneed, Mark Sneed of all people. And leads to edge their way back in front. And that Salford, that red tide that dominated the opening stages has been pushed back by Leeds. And Reese Martin converts again. So that's exactly how the game sounded. Just for those who listen to this on Spotify or iTunes or however, whenever we do the sounds of the game, there's always, when when we, we stream these live on YouTube, when the sounds of the game is playing, it's just me and Reese just sat around like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't People think just watching that. us just sit and, here listening. And, I never know what to do. I'm, like, I'm dying to pick my nose. Eventually. Well, we could just take ourselves off camera. We should do that, really. But eventually, no, we, we could work our way to... to it. We'll have to work our way to videos eventually, but um, one, one um, new skill at a time. My first question is, who's that commentator? I don't know. James Dayton wasn't doing it on Sunday. Um, You're heartbroken. I, <laughs> um, I think so, so Reese Evans was doing it with someone else. I can't remember who the other oh, guy was. Reese Martin kicks the conversion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're heartbroken. Anyway, who's on with us today? It's uh, my like-minded friend, the guy who also likes numbers. It's Andy from LUFC Stats. How are you, mate? Hello. Good evening, and thank you for having me. Oh, welcome. You're one of our regulars. Very welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by stats. <laughs> yes. It, it's an information overload. It's, uh, no, I've got a few up my sleeve for tonight. It the could only get way very could boring. Get more, it could get very boring for everyone else, but me and Andy will be Yeah, me and Statman race, but we'll be fine. The, the only way we could get more info in here is if we had chat GBT. Probably, yes. <laughs> artificial intelligence to help us along. So, Salford versus Leeds. Um, positives from this one, Andy? Have you got any kind of positives well, we can take from this? I think if you look back to last season, the AJ Bell's a bit of a graveyard for the Rhinos. I also saw the end of Richard Agar and Rowan Smith started at the oh, AJ Bell. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you look back at the game in, in, in a full 80 minutes, sometimes in sport you have to win ugly. And I think they probably did miss a bit of Blake, uh, Blake Austin's direction. But what a win. And, and it just puts the pressure on the teams above Leeds in, in sixth and fifth place going into what should be a, a winnable game against Hulkingston Rovers on, on Friday night. I don't want to tempt fate. But, yeah, it's a real positive with, what, 15 minutes to go. You sat there thinking you're 14-12 down, where the point's going to come from. And they came from the bit of Reese Martin. And, yeah, really positive performance. I probably owe uh, Rowan Smith a bit of an apology because... I thought after the Wakefield game, that might be that, but... You weren't the only one to be fair. Last season, yeah. not getting carried away. Three big wins, and I've uh, got Hawkingston Rovers on uh, Friday night ahead of Reese, any positives for you? I've got tons, but um, Twitter is probably my favourite positive, and actually, we've got some... <laughs> 
Breaking news. Welcome to the Lot Pod News. Sadly, tonight we start with some breaking news coming from Salford. I would like to warn any viewers that some of these scenes may be distressing. <laughs> so the bigger question about this is, who boiled more piss, St. Ellen's or Salford? I didn't, I didn't realise there was enough Salford fans to cause that much boiling of piss. I've never um, known... I've never known Salford fans to cry salty tears. Perhaps that's just coincidence and, and Leeds have never given them a reason to. I don't know, but uh, but the stuff I've seen over the last day has just been remarkable. The, <laughs> yes. the level of of pettiness. Now, and I know it, we'll have Leeds fans. We've probably done it on this platform. Well, yeah. You don't laugh at yourselves, do you? <laughs> but yeah, it was um, Twitter. Well, has been quite funny to be fair. But no positives. Um, Caesar probably his best game of the season. I was going to say, say Reece, and sorry, Reese, because you, you have you kind of mentioned Caesar to us on WhatsApp, and however you, mm. you've kind of missed a few. Fair to say, since he's come back from injury, is it three games, three wins we've had? Is this the best version? Is this the best we've seen Aiden Caesar play, Reese? I think the first two games he's come back, you could probably say it's Austin that's allowed him to play good and Austin's yeah. just been playing that well that everyone else around him looks great. Um, but Sunday, he had to step up. He was the, the player that had to step up. You know, Corey in the halves, not very experienced, not his main position. Um, and without Austin, so Caesar had to step up and there was quite a few big moments for him yesterday. Mm. There was a right shot in the ribcage at one point, uh, which forced a knock on as well when we had some great goal line defence. Um, God, I said that American then. That was horrible. You did. Um, Defence. Um, there was one point where he kicked it through on his own kick and he chased it. It was a lovely kick, bounced all the way to the goal line and he'd knocked Briley out into, into the dead ball and forced a goal line dropout. Um, so, you know, that was a really great moment. I think it was that goal line dropout when Sneed kicked it out, actually. It might have been. It might have been number, number one. Four. Yeah. Um, you know, he played a good part in Hanley's try. Um, mm. He was covering well at the back of defence when Milo was out of position as well. Like, he had, there were some really big moments from Caesar yesterday. Not not Austin level, but really, really good moments from Caesar. Do you think, Andrew, that, like Reese says there, Caesar really stepped up and, 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 and played awesome? Yeah, do you I think, think it's a case of sorry, we're all sort of second guessing? Would Rowan short or shuffle the park like he mm. did at, at Wakefield the other week? And I thought he's coming into real good form now. He's his uh, eighth in the season. Yeah, we probably missed a bit of, of Austin's direction. But one mm. point I wanted to make: we've only conceded twenty points in two hundred forty game for two hundred forty minutes of rugby, mm. and, and since the Wakefield defeat, the goal line defence has been absolutely magnificent. Mm. And okay, a couple of tries may have been preventable yesterday, but the step up for one another and it's real positive going into sort of the, the last nine games of the season and yeah. look we all know what happened last season we went on this incredible run winning at Catalan and uh, and what have you and then obviously winning at Wigan against the grand final uh, so yeah but I thought season was brilliant yesterday and look we will look ahead to the whole KR game but you do partner him back with uh, Blake Austin at the weekend mm. but yeah so many positives from yesterday I want to mention James Bentley as well I thought yeah. he didn't do anything too flashy but I thought his defence was superb yesterday yeah, and yeah, yeah it's, it's all good for the future and another one that has a question mark over his contract uh, next season yeah one to the list do you think Caesar stepped up yesterday Reese, because there's no Austin and, and and to kind of become the number one half back and do you think that's something that 
he had to do? Do you think Austin, or do you think it's something that we could see them together and like them both kind of perform at that level? If they're both performing at that level, it's the first, it'll be the first time we've actually seen what we were promised in the in the Canberra halfbacks. <laughs> um, but um, if they play like together, it'd be I, I think yesterday was a classic case of Caesar had to step up. Um, and and if he doesn't step up, we probably don't win that game. Mm. Um, a hot day, Cammy couldn't do eighty minutes. You know, Cammy had to go off. I mean, Cammy had a great game again as well. Um, but without that leadership from Caesar on the pitch yesterday, I don't think we win that game. Um, so let's just hope that trajectory continues because, like I said, he has looked good with Austin. Um, but I kind of want to see them both causing problems next week. Corey Johnson started in the halves after Austin was um, obviously banned. Slight concerns for me that he was starting at half back, but it meant that other players could play in their natural position. So you were just moving Corey from hooker to half back rather than Myler coming up and. Ash going to full back. Do you think, Andrew, that were the best move Rowan could go with? Yeah, I think we probably learned some lessons, didn't we, from, from the Wakefield defeat. Yeah. He did sort of mix and match players. And we all know Ash Hanley's not a full back. And yeah, he could have played Richie Maller at six. But I think for continuity, when you're on a little one, winning run, okay, you've only won two games, but <coughs> you want to keep that momentum going. I think it's important to keep that consistency going. Yeah, he could have put Cam Smith at six, like he did in the grand final, and possibly move Corey to, to 13. But look, we, we got the victory, and that's the main thing. And we, we did it without one of our star players in Blake Austin. And that all goes well for me, because it's kind of a bit of a back against the wall victory yesterday against a very tough Salford side, who, remember, had the likes of Brodie Crock coming back in as well. So, yeah, yeah really, really big victory. And yeah, it, it all goes well, hopefully, for, for the remaining nine games of the season. I felt like we owed Salford one as well. Did you, Reese? After the home game, yeah. Um, I don't know why it always seems to be a bit spicy against Salford, and I don't really oh, understand yeah. why. I mean, um, but I mean, I thought the, I mean, I thought the atmosphere was good. To be honest, for what only was a five and five thousand five hundred, I think, or something like that. Um, um, you know, IMG level attendance, obviously. Um, but I thought the away end was class as well. Yesterday, we had we had we brought a really good away end yesterday, and it was really good fun. But it always seems to be a bit size spicy against Salford. But everyone sort of to get into it. The referee did lose control. Let's, I will be honest on that bit. Um, but um, yeah, I think I think we all. Anytime you lose someone, you always owe them the next game rounds. But just on Corey, just flipping back to that really quickly, they seemed to protect him quite a bit yesterday. Like they didn't give him a lot of responsibility on the mm. ball, which is kind of a bit gutting, but at the same time was probably the right thing to do. Um, but he, he had to he had to front up defensively, and he was defending on the edge of Tem Lafay, so and, wow. and that's not an easy job to do. Uh, and he did well, and he's actually quite surprisingly quite strong up front. You know, he, he's quite stocky, and he can put a hand off in and push people off. But he, he played, he did his job well yesterday, Corey, without having to do too much uh, from that spe- from that aspect. You mentioned Cammy there, Reese. What a try that was. Nice step, spotted that, the gap. That try, uh, well, one, if you watch it again, there's number 18, he runs around him and he, after he scores a try, go, you can see him just go, oh, no, and put his hand on his head like that, which I always enjoy. Um, but the other thing I know, what well, from the game perspective, because he's so far at the other end of the pitch, no one in the Rhinos then knew he scored. <laughs> because he was that far it. away, it just looked like it was a tackle. Uh, it was only when... He got up and everyone was celebrating. We all went, oh shit, we should celebrate at this point. And everyone sort of celebrated. Um, But no, it was a really, really good, really good try. A little bit of turn of pace that 
I know Camry's got a I bit mean, of pace. I don't know yeah. if he looked quicker because of who he was going around. I think that's probably more uh, the, the fact. Um, but no, really, really great. And I think when we get that first try and take the initiative, I always feel a bit happier. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. you know, I don't, I can't, I'm a bit, I got a bit bored of chasing games in the first half of the season. Mm. So it was nice to get a score early on and set the marker. Do you think this kind of running game, Andrew, of Cam is like quite, quite, you know, quite hidden away? Like it's a skill that he is a clearly one of the most skilled players yeah. in the league. But when he does make the run, we're all like Reese says, we're all surprised he scores. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something he's got on his locker. He, he scored a few yeah. tries of recent weeks, and he's, he's obviously number one pick in, in the team for me and captain as well. And he's a good leader to have around the place as well. It's important to me that, that he stays fit. I think he starts every game this season, bar one, I think, at Warrington at the start of the season, uh, which I'm going to that game too much. But yeah, I thought Cam had a really strong game yesterday. And another one there is hoping for a, a strong finish, and, and who knows where it may end up in the. Uh, I think it's the first week of October. Uh, who knows? We might be singing Old Trafford again, but that, that's for another Definitely. day. Yeah. We hope so. We hope so. Be to do against St. Ellen's as well. Since we'll begin there. Absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> really, really imperative performance in Cam. He led the team around the park as well. And just a really important victory that you, you come into today, you lose that game, you're on the floor, you're thinking, how are we going to claw the points back up to Salford, up to Hulk-KR, etc. But yeah, and it just puts us in a really good position going into a game against a Hulk-KR side that look a little bit dead on the feet at the moment. That, that's a good point that. Andrew's making there. It was, it was, if we lost that, it's a six-point gap to, yeah. to Salford in sixth. And I know it's early days in the season, but that result is a lot bigger than people might think, yeah. I think. And um, momentum is a scary thing. Yes. Well, how many times have we done it, momentum-wise? How many times have we creeped into the playoffs and won the big one just yeah. because of who we are and the pure momentum? Yeah. yeah. You know, the run that we're on now, I think the the fixtures that we've had the last four have all been winnable. Probably, probably yes. going up to Saints, to be honest. I, won't, I don't fear Saints. Mm. The, the two games we've had against them, were really close. Yeah. We had a man sent off with shouldn't have been. But um I think that momentum's slowly starting to build again all the way to another grand final win. I, I think the big test comes after the challenge cup break. We've got as you already say St Helens uh, mm. away and then two big games I think what Lee uh, who uh, Lee. been the, the team of the team of the season for me Adrian Lambs an absolutely magnificent job down there and then Warrington who uh, who Daryl Powell believes they can win the grand final which did make me laugh actually on on uh, on Friday night. Well, the Daryl Powell Sacrage is back on so yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the section the section's back for 2023 <laughs> it certainly is but yeah mass, massive victory because it's a swing isn't it and <clears throat> as you rightly say look at last season momentum is it's scary if Leeds can get on that roll and maybe the breaks come at the wrong time next weekend. I don't know. We'll, we'll see when we go to the Total Kid Stadium again. But yeah, really important victory. And uh, just to come out on the right side of uh, two points this time round. I know we've lost a couple of close games this season. OK, against St. Helens again, we probably should have won. But yeah, really, really important for me. And it looks like, apart from James Donaldson, we've probably got a clean bill of health coming into the game against Willie Peters Hall KR. We owe them one as well after a very poor performance in the rain in April. I think we all loads of sides won. We'll get yeah. our revenge. We've lost, we've lost our revenge. a most of them this year. Yeah. Them all. Mostly <laughs> yeah. you, cat. You bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Croft. Brody Croft. Two kicks, two grubber kicks to Tim Laffey for two tries. Very similar. Pretty much the same play, Reese. Are, are, are you happy with that? And by that, that sounds like a stupid question. 
But by that, I mean, is that great halfback play to kind of utilise and kind of see what's in front of him for the kick for the try twice? Or is it sloppy defensories to concede the same try? A bit of, I think it's a bit of a mix game. of both because the, the, the actual goal line defence was brilliant yeah. yesterday. Um Still shitting my pants every time they ran the line because I mean to be honest, Salford when they've got the ball are actually really good fun to watch. Yeah. The dangerous, you know, the, if they work it out to their left edge of Lafay and Kencio, it's it's not easy and it's not fun to defend. I thought Lafay had the best of Neil McDonald for most of the game, apart from when it really mattered, probably with five six minutes to go at the end. Um, but you know, some people are like, oh, I don't mind conceding a try if it's conceded right at the end of the edge of the pitch, and but. I think there's a bit of thing with the kicking tries being conceded because I know we're obviously... Is there? I don't know. I think Croft, and, Croft was just very good and controlled it. It's obviously a planned move off the ground that they do. Where's Myler in that situation is probably my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whether he'd been able to do anything. But I'm a, it's a strange question, is it? Am I happy that we've conceded three tries from a kick? When we've had great goal line defence. Um, yeah. Obviously, Ravers has not conceded tries at all, to be honest. No. Um, so I probably can put it down to good play, but once I do it I, once, you shouldn't be letting me do it again. I think so because and the, and the third one with Kencio's try that was a mistake from Myler. He that's, yeah, that's just a big mistake. But the, yeah. the two kind of similar ones to Lafay, Andrew. I think the first one Croft is, is good halfback play. Yes, and I think yeah. he's just spotted it again, hasn't he? and gone. I'll yeah. just I'll just continue to do it if you're not. If you're not going to I, I think on one of them, Nene McDonald's actually slips, and if yeah. he doesn't slip, he, he might actually get to the ball and, and ground it in the end goal and, and at least have a, a goal line dropout. But yeah, it's, it's sort of nitpicking, isn't it? Uh, yeah. with, with the trials. We are going to concede. Salford, as you rightly say, Rich, are a, a very good side to watch attacking-wise, especially when I've got the likes of, of Brodie Croft and Mark Steen, although Mark Steen was probably on one leg yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why the hell did they not let him take him off? Yeah. He, he yeah. did his leg in, he did his knee in, and they let him play for the rest of the I think they took him off for 10 minutes to go and that's why he hoofs it um, into the off yeah. the dropout into the, Absolutely. Into the touch because he's not fit. He wasn't goal kicking. So why, no. is it, why was he on the pitch? Uh, is it because is it because he moves so slow that they didn't realise he was injured? Uh, maybe I don't know, but I just felt that was you know for all these remoners. Re- God, that's the political. All these moaners on um goodness me. Uh, all these moaners on a uh, what do you call it Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. Thread. Forgetting the fact they kept dropping the ball, they kept conceding penalties for high tackles, and they kept one of their their key creators on the pitch with one chuffing leg. Yeah, sorry, Andrew, it just triggered me that because obviously other people are ignorant about that. I've, I've been very good up on Twitter. I'm not going to go into all, all that debate. Look, Aaron yeah. Moore didn't have a great game. He didn't have a great game for both sides. It happens. Bad day at the office for him. It's happened with uh, Leeds games before, and I'm I'm never what a fan to blame referee for a loss. I'm a fan that looks deeper into it. Missed tackles, missed kicks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not Aaron Moore's fault that Mark's need to keep the ball out on the foot, is it? And, 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 and what have you? It's not Aaron Moore's fault that Cal Smith got a try with three men on him, and what have you? It's not Aaron Moore's fault that Shanley went in in the corner. So, yeah, that, that's what I want to say on the referee. He didn't have a great game. Same for both sides. You've got to play the referee. Uh, as for Mark's need, yeah, while they didn't take him off, even at half time, I don't know. But that kind of nullified Salford's attacking threat in the last 15 minutes or so because he, he was on one leg. And I've, I've watched Sneed kick leads to death at times down the years, whether it be with Hull. He did That's in the, um, he did, Sneed killed us. He had a good game, to be fair, in the hmm. home. Yes, he did. In the home leg. He had a really good game. And 
I think it was Ian who was on reviewing with us, and he kind of said like, "We." It was one of those games where you know a game plan. Like everyone in the stadium, Leeds Rhinos know the game plan and what's going to happen, but no one seems to do anything about it. No one seems to yeah. implement anything or try to stop it. Like very, very similar to Jordan Abdul at Hull KROA. Yes, like yeah. One of those games where you know what that halfback's going to do, but either we we do nothing to nullify it or we don't copy it to say right, this is exactly how he's playing. We should do it, but thankfully, he didn't it- quite turn up. Is he injured on Friday, Abdul? I don't think he's back, is he? I don't think so. No, there's questions over Mikey Lewis as well. Yeah, I've seen that one. I know these guys press conference tomorrow. Will well, we, we can do the whole KR review in a minute. Don't worry about it. You know, we've got. <laughs> I've got. I've got. I think I've got another positive. Oh, I was stood with Chris from ACD and B. That's another one. Oh, nice. There, there you go. go. Um, what was my other positive? I was going to mention. Ah, you know, good little brawl as well. I mean, it wasn't really a brawl, ball handbags, but you know, when you get everyone to come in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, you know, it's a bit more fun, is that? Can, can someone explain to where's the knock on from Jared O'Connor? I've it hits his leg. Scrum, it hits his leg. It doesn't... Yeah. Um, Are you talking about from the back of the scrum? Yeah. yeah, from the back of the scrum that again causes the scrap afterwards. It hits his leg. Who's the player that gets binned? Atkin? Uh, yeah. Atkin and Aledsky, because Atkin yeah. kicked what? out uh, Aledsky. What is Atkin doing? To know. The stupid idiot. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Big McAlexi coming flopping on top exactly of me. Right? I, right, here's a question: oh, oh. Oledsky has to be the hardest man in the league. <laughs> it has to. Who's look at the size of him? He, yeah. I've said this loads, but he looks like an Adonis. He looks like <laughs> a demigod. He looks like the gods of the Greek gods have carved him. Yeah, out of the land, he looks incredible. Yeah, he's massive. He's an absolute meathead. <laughs> Who's gonna? I don't think there's a player in the league who can square up to Mick. I touched that door. So, Akers, uh, not Akers, sorry. Aiken. Akin. Akin. Akin yeah. Um, what is he doing? He must have been, <coughs> like, obviously, he goes flying in with his legs. God knows why. Oledsky's livid with him and just kind of falls on him. Akin must have bricked him. What have I done? <laughs> There was, there was, I tell you what, one person that was really involved in that little fracture. You're going to say it. wasn't expecting it. Was Jared O'Connor. Jared was yeah. straight in there. Did you see? Yeah. He was yeah. straight in you there. You were raging with Jared. And they're going, oh my God, where's that come from? He's the nicest kid ever. Podcast 101. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's factual. We can't say anything bad about Jared because Love him. he's been on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Another good but, game from him. Top tackler. It's kind of it's it's him and McDonald are just having very similar games at the moment where they're just doing their job and role very, very well and they're just reliable. Yeah. Um Jared again was running at the right time um yesterday, which is great, but his his defense uh, again was brilliant as it always is and just works, but it just goes under the radar a bit of how much work I think he does. Um but McDonald's the same, just the matter, you know, was, was it someone that was comparing him to like Ablett or Ellis? McDonald, but both McDonald and O'Connor just have a really good game yeah. all the time. It's a solid seven minimum every week. He played all, all eight yesterday, Jared. Yeah, Jared did, yeah, because yeah. um, yeah. Cammy went off for a bit and then Dono went in head first and got a HIA, so he had to come back off again. Yeah. Two awesome players, especially the McDonald. Yeah. Constantly waxed lyrical about him. I mean, mm. it, it does leave a sour taste that Watlers is going to Wigan, but the fact we've got McDonald's almost like 
tit for tat. I'd have uh, McDonald over Walters. Wiggins. If you're going to ask me to have one of those players, I'd have McDonald over Walters. Oh, I would, because Walters already chose Wiggins. So. <laughs> um, and the, so the other positive as well, I thought um, Richie Miner's pass for Hanley for the second Great. try. Yeah. For the second try. Um, it was a perfect, inch perfect pass to the extent where Hanley could walk in. That's how good and, a pass it was. And another player that's in form last three games, Myla. Yeah. Kind of transformed his game. On the he official was lo- he was loving sorry, he was loving it yesterday, was Myla. Because there one at one point they were singing the new Sam Lasoni song, and there's obviously a part of that song which I cannot repeat on this podcast. But uh, Myla was agreeing with that said line uh, <laughs> behind the post. But then at full time, as soon as the full time whistle went, he was the one that was right in front of the stand, pumping his arms and singing on with the songs and stuff. So he was enjoying himself because yesterday, Myla. He loves it, does Richie. He does. And he's, he's been absolutely banging form. On the official highlights of the Super League, the Betfred Super League YouTube channel, this is just a little, a tiny, tiny little tedious link rant here. They, they, the highlights end before Reese Martin's conversion to win the game. Do they that really? Just, does that just sum up rugby league amateur hour? Yeah. In If, if you go in the, the match sent, the, the Leeds Rhinos one, they've got seven minute highlights in the Leeds yeah. Rhinos one. Yeah, with the radio commentary, yeah. Uh, Reese Martin found some form with his boot, Andrew. Seems to yes. be... Um... I, I think, and it's not negative with Reese. he hit such high standards last season, didn't he? The, oh, incredible, like, world-class levels. After kick, after kick, we thought he was going to break the record, and obviously he didn't have the World Cup, and when he misses a kick, it's like, oh, he's missed a kick, and how has he missed a kick? And he started to get into a bit of form, and again, another player that... Uh, will probably admit himself. First half of the season hasn't been in the best of form. Second half of the season so far has been magnificent, and hopefully he can he can take that all all the way towards uh, Old Trafford. That be in the centres or the second row. He's a versatile player, is Reece Martin, and mm. I think when you have got the injuries like we've had with uh, Harry Newman and, and Morgan Gannon and uh, and what have you, and you, you do need versatility in a rugby league squad, and uh, Reece Martin's got that in abundance. Playing well. Have you got any stats for us, Reese? I do, uh, and now forgive me, I've not been able to download it all yet because uh, I've actually been working today, would you believe it or not? What? Um, working over podcast stats? What, what kind know. of planet is this? I had too, many, <laughs> I had, I had too many meetings today. So, um, Right, so metres-wise, three players over 100. Uh, wow. Nelly McDonald uh, with 125, who actually had an average gain of 10 uh, metres per carry, actually, which was great. Uh, Ash Hanley on the other wing with 122. Uh, and then Reese Martin uh, with 104. Uh, Tackle-wise, Jared led the way Jared. with 33. Yeah, yeah. James McDonnell, uh, 31. Uh, Bentley, 30, which actually means Cam Smith was the fourth highest tackler, Ooh. which by his standards is, you know, yeah. quite pathetic, really. Cammy, what, p- what are you playing at? Yeah, he's normally first or second, so that's uh, shocking from him, to be fair. But uh, anyway, <laughs> it's not shocking, obviously. But um, and then so a tackle bus Nene led the way with six. He had a good had... game, then, hasn't he? Really, Nene. He has. Uh, he also missed six tackles. Right. Um, but I think that's from having to deal with Lafay, to be fair. Yes. But six tackle bus for Nene, uh, Caesar, Myler, and uh, Cameron all had three uh, tackle bus each. Um, and then I think Reese and James Bentley and Ash Hanley got two as well. Um, three clean breaks as well. Uh, one from Nene, one from Ash, and then one from Cameron. That's probably from his try. Um, 
And the penalty count was uh, really low. We only conceded five penalties uh, on the night, uh, which is great. And James Bentley didn't concede one of them. Wow. Wow. Um, there was quite a few missed tackles, though, just put that out there. So I mentioned Nene got six missed tackles. Um, Bentley missed six tackles, which doesn't help his average per game this year, which is quite high. McDonald missed five, which is a bit unlike him. Oh. Corey's got down of six as well. But again, Corey had to deal with that edge with uh, Lafayette. So I will let him off uh, on, on that one. So that's a, that's the stats, really. And the uh, Nene was back and form with three runs, some dummy half, which you know how much I love. You do love those. <laughs> Nene, 125 metres. What are it? Six tackle. Six tackle bus. Yeah. Six tackle bus. 10 metres to carry. A new deal for him last week, Andrew. It looks like Rowan's just unearthed a superstar here. Yeah. I remember when he signed uh, in the close seed, there was a little bit of, oh, we'll sign Nene McDonald from, from Lane. Oh, not what we need. But he's been brilliant for me. He's been a real unsung hero for me, Nene McDonald. And, with his carries and with his meters he does per game it's fantastic and he does he does the hard work that sometimes goes unnoticed and I think he's had a really really good first season at, at the Rhinos and long may that continue Were you happy with the, the length of the deal Reese? Um, what is he 28 Nanny? 28? Yeah I think so Yeah um, I, I, I feel like four years is probably a year too many for me I think um, but I'm not going to be upset about signing up a guy that was on a one-year deal off contract at the end of the year that uh, when I update my stats, he might still be, I'm hoping still is, but was one of the top metres per game uh, in the league, at least one yeah. of the top three. Um, you know, he's got that explosivity from centre, uh, which we have. And, you know, if, 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 when Newman's fit, I think it's one of the best centre partnerships in uh, in the league. It's the best in the um, league. Sorry, I've, I've got to get my delusion hat on, haven't I? Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm a bit, I think four years, probably one year too many, but um, I think, you know, he, he's definitely deserving that deal. I'm glad he's staying for us for at least the next couple of seasons. Me too. I agree. Unearthly it gives time for Max to grow as well. You know, it, it takes a bit of pressure off Max yeah. Simpson, who we know is going to be on the verge of the first team. You know, what? hopefully once he gets over his injury, um, you know, he, he turned came round off pre-season like the Hulk um, after that. Indeed. So uh, hopefully, you know, it gives it gives Max a bit of pressure lifted off as well to focus on his injury and uh, from that perspective as well, which I think is a bonus. And just staying fit and then... And just staying fit and just learn his trade his and, take it, and take his opportunity yeah, when it comes. Because you've got to take into consideration as well Harry and his fitness. Yeah. So whereas Nene could play all next year, Harry, unfortunately, is injured. Yeah. So there becomes a slot there for Max if he's chomping at the bit, ready to go. We have to talk about Ryan. I, first of all, are you a Briley or a Breeley? Ryan Briley or Briley? Cryley. Briley. Briley. <laughs> about Briley. his flop and his dive. I mean. Well, it's so on this, I'm sorry, I've jumped in straight away, Eddie. Go for it. it. Um, there was two instances yesterday where a player went down, the play stopped, and then about five, about a couple of minutes later, the referee then blew a penalty just because of the extent of someone lying on the floor. Cryerly was definitely one of those, and he did another one later on when uh, when two people were competing for the ball and he was complaining on the floor and rolling around and the referee didn't give him an inch on that one. But that one, which they're all appealing about, where Oledski is just being really smart, by the way, just in their escorting, he's looking at the ball. He literally 
so he pirouettes in the air somehow. Yeah. I don't know how he's done it, but he call on full on jumps. Yeah. I and I know we've got Myler who's very prone to doing stuff like this as well. But I am I am I getting worried that this is creeping into the game in general. But I just you don't deserve to get penalties if you're going to do that. No. And it, it's something you rightly say that needs to be stepped, stomped out of the game because I've watched it four or five times. Alexi stands his ground, does nothing wrong. It's not like Alexi actually moves into Briley and, and pushes him out of the way. Briley looks like he does three pirouettes in the air and tries to milk a penalty. And that one I thought Aaron Moore did get right. And well, that really gets. Yeah. He full on jumps. Yeah. And then Alexi's yeah. just a big guy. Alexi doesn't step in front of him, he doesn't check him. He just escorts him. He just uses the size of his body to go, yeah. just get around me then. Yeah, and I'm glad he got that one right because that could have taken us to Golden Point and that could have been an early ending. But no, we, we, can't drop, we can't drop kick, so Golden Point would have lost. So. No, yeah, as we saw against the Helms earlier in the season. But yeah, I thought, look, Aaron Moore didn't have the best of games. And I know I know a lot of soft fans weren't blaming the referee for the defeat. I think they were blaming him more for some of the decisions. And sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. And we've been on the end of some good bad ones and good ones. And I think uh, a couple of the journalists actually put out some interesting tweets uh, yesterday that you try and referee the game. It's a very difficult game to referee rugby league. And sometimes you'll have a good game, sometimes you'll have a bad game. And unfortunately, there isn't a pool of referees out there because... They're getting abused and they don't want to do it anymore. Eddie, what's your views on Cryley? How embarrassing is this for Ryan? I'm a Briley, by the way. How <laughs> embarrassing is this for Ryan Briley? I, you know, th this video's blown up. I think the, the specific video that we're all talking about on Twitter had over 33,000 views last time I looked at it. I mean, Jeez. he must be so embarrassed about his actions here. He must. Pirouetting. What, what, what makes me laugh is the solo fans. I think that that video is working in their favour. Like you, in, you're literally showing him jumping in slow motion from behind, from a better camera angle than the original. <laughs> from a better angle than, than the initial one. Yeah. Mick, Mick doesn't even touch him now. I know. I just I know he does. He, no, he escort. He uses his body size to okay, just go round me. I know. I just talked up Mick as an Adonis and all that lot, but you know he's, he's not that powerful to just nah. breeze past and send. I mean, Bradley goes flying. He almost does a spinner-rooney and land on his head. Yeah. I mean, I was so happy. So happy. And I mean this. When, who was the referee? Aaron Moore. Aaron Moore. He didn't yeah, yeah. for that. He's clearly looked at him and gone, I don't know what you are doing. You absolute moron. I don't think Aaron Moore's looking in the right direction. No, it well, was good. <laughs> good. Because if he were looking in the right direction, he'd have binned Bradley for simulation. I was yeah. so embarrassed for him. Second-hand embarrassment. I remember when we played Saints and Jack Wellsby tried to ref the game. Do you remember? Oh, when he ran yeah. in and he ran in and... Oh, after Sam Walters hit. Yeah. Uh, after Walters and and then he, he, he walked away and we're laughing and then yeah. the referee said, no, it's a penalty to Leeds. Yeah. You're not the referee and it was so delicious. Similar vibes to this for me in that Briley clearly cheating, a bit like Johnny Lomax threw himself and the referee's just gone, no, no, mate, that's incredibly embarrassing for you. The referee did get lots of, to be fair, abuse on social media, Reese. How how did he ref this game? How did you see it, Reese? You were um, there. I, I said before the scrap, I felt he was losing control of the game, personally. Right. Um and I think there was calls going on either side. Now, a lot of the calls that these, the Soul fans are really upset about, I you, ha you can't see from the, lead, the leads end because they happen 
at the other far end of it. Um, but um, there were calls on both sides that he missed, um, whether it's the, the ruck speed and flopping on the ruck or whether it's high tackles or whether it's just general play. But um, yeah, he, he was losing control of the game, but he wasn't cheating as I've read online. No referee sets out to no. cheat uh, in that way, unless you're the French wheelchair referee yes. from the final last year. He, he set out to cheat. Forgot about but, him. Um, but referees don't cheat. And a referee does not deserve to have to get escorted through the tunnel at security because people are shouting and throwing yeah. abuse at him. Doesn't deserve that at no. all. Because at the end of the day, there's still a human behind that whistle on that playing yeah. that pitch. Uh, and a day we talk about looking at, you know, mental health being more prominent than ever. Yeah. No one wants to, you know, no one comes into your, I don't come to your job, Eddie, until you're doing a shit job. No. And, and boo and everything else that you do. It's, it's just not, it's just not right to do. So look, yes, I, I didn't think he had control of the game. I did think he lost it. Um, but he wasn't the reason why we lost and he wasn't a cheat. Oh, sorry. Why they lost. We won. <laughs> yeah, we won. <laughs> we won. <laughs> Forgot, I almost forgot then. It's kind of got beaten into me after that run. I've just come out <laughs> of the end of it now. I do think that Twitter has been incredibly funny, just seeing some of the Salford meltdowns. But why would you want to be a referee though? Like, if, if you're going, if you're going to be a referee, you know you're going to get no. that abuse. And it's the same people that are doing this abuse in, from all teams mm. that will be watching their own kids play on a weekend and will be doing exactly the same abuse to the young kids that referee. Yeah. Like, why would you want to do it? Well, yeah. you wouldn't, which is exactly no. why there's a and shortage without, of referees. without a referee, we don't have a game. Correct. Which is why there's a shortage of <coughs> referees. Um, any more positives from this one, Reese? Have, have you scraped the positives barrel? Um, £21 for a ticket. Oh, that's which I felt was fairly As a reasonable. tight Yorkshireman. <laughs> well, I paid 27 for Lee, didn't I? That still stuck on my head, is that? 27 um, for Wakey. 25 for Wakey, wasn't it? Oh. 25 for Wakey. Um, I can't, I, oh, there is a negative. The place stinks of shit. <laughs> like literally, like with the sewage works across the road. Like honestly, now and then, just like big whiff of just shit would come across. Like, oh, great, <laughs> thanks. So when we were singing, "This place is a shit hole," I want to get home. It literally was. It was literally it, because it stunk. Yeah. Of, of, um, of and my favourite chant of the day was, "This ground is too big for you." So that's that's probably the positive I'll finish on. Man of the match, Andrew. Uh, man of the match. I'm going to go for Aiden Caesar. Do you agree with that, Reese? Yeah, home run, Caesar. In Caesar fact, oh, is. hang on, hang on, hang on. I can tell you how much of it realise it's Caesar. I'm just going to build a library of these now for the rest of the season. <laughs> We should, especially the the Stone Cold stuff. I've got people that. I've love, that out now. People love the Stone Cold stuff, honestly. Someone mentioned that to me today. Aiden Caesar, officially the Lockport Man of the Match. I think that's the first time Aiden Caesar. Maybe. I can't. The, I, I think there's one other, but... Um, Catalan's away. I think everyone else should go back and listen to all of our podcasts to get our and views. Let us know. It, if only we had like, like, like a, a, statist, a statistician. For that the has recorded pod. all these man of the matches. Yeah, for the lot pod, the official lot pod statistician. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't uh, do that really. You know, like Andy Zaltzman on TMS, who just the cricket statistician. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. turn to Andy. We can say, we can. Have, uh, yeah, anyone wants to do that job, you're <laughs> welcome. 
The pay is um, we're, we're zero. We're going to talk about that next year, aren't we? We're going to do something for that. Anyway. Zero. We have been linked today with former Huddersfield giant hooker, Samoan international hooker, current Canberra Raiders hooker, Danny Levi. Um, not getting any game time at the Raiders. I think he broke his jaw. So yeah, quite clearly not not playing. He was awesome at Huddersfield last year, uh, close to making the dream team. I think he lost out to James Roby. I'm not <coughs> sure. Uh, I'll ask the question, Andrew. Should we be looking at a hooker? And if so, is this the type of quality hooker? It's quite difficult, require? isn't it? Because Jared's been absolutely sensational this Absolutely. Season. Uh, obviously, we lost Cruz Leeming. We lost uh, Brad Dwyer. I don't know where Dwyer's going to end up. No, Leeming's going to Wigan next season. Mm. I don't know if we do need another. We probably need another halfback. Cause Absolutely. It, it looks like Cedar's going to go by the sounds of it. Mm. We don't know what's going to happen with Blake Austin. Personally, offer Austin another, another year. But mm. I don't know if we need another hooker, really. I think we're covered with Corey Johnson and, and Jared O'Connor in that position. We've got two specialist hookers in the squad, and I don't want to limit their game time, really. Reese, do we need a hooker? And is, is is Danny Levi the kind of quality international hooker that we should be looking at as, as a quarter spot? Do you think he's, he's good enough to be? I, For instance, I, I, I'm kind of... My inkling would be like, you, you only sign someone in a position you don't quite need. If it's someone like Danny Baderas, where they're so yeah. obviously available and incredible you can't turn them down i'm not saying daniel levi's anywhere near that level but to me that's when you go for a, a player that in a position you don't particularly need if that makes sense how do you see it reese i i can get on board with it this mm. one I, I i think i would rather see that quote was put using the half i just don't know how realistic that is i just don't know what we're going to get um I like the fact that Danny's a different style of hooker to mm. Jared. You know, a player that you can give Jared 20 minutes rest um, and let him come on and just run and cause problems. I don't know if Danny Levi's going to want to do that because he was a starter at Huddersfield last year. You know, he was he made more appearances than any other Huddersfield player last year. He got four tries, nine assists. Um, I'm just trying to look at how many tackles per game he did um, at the moment. So he did... Where's my thing? Uh about 31 tackles a game plus five marker tackles. So, what, 30, 36 tackles 36, a game? Yeah. He did miss two a game. He'd make about 63 metres per game. Um, I think he ran more from dummy half than any other hooker last year over the Matt Parcel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he doesn't strike as a, a hooker that's going to be happy to play second fiddle to Jared O'Connor, personally. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't feel that. Is that um, something we should be worried about, Reese? The that if he's coming in as. Because we've kind of talked up pretty much from last year that Jared should be physically wearing the number nine shirt. I mean, but if concern? Jared's injured, if Jared, if you look at the other way, if Jared gets injured, which he never really has has been, but if Jared gets injured, well, who do you play? I know yeah. we probably play Corey there, but Corey hasn't really had a lot of time in Super League. Is that I because Jared's been so good, though, Reese? Well, he's had he's had Jared and Leeming in the last mm. year. Uh, obviously, before that was there's Dwyer in the mix, so Corey's really been. Fourth, third, and then now second uh, in the in the God. I'm you keep using American words, and he said roster. roster. <laughs> um, 
whatever you call it, second in sort of hookers sort yeah, of in hierarchy. Um, I could get on board of it. I mean, Rowan's worked with him before. I liked yeah, him on yeah. last year. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, if 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 he's happy to be that impact player off the bench, then I think it's I think it could be worth doing. But I think if like like um, Josh always says, one of our regulars, if you're going to use quota spots, you use them on the spine. Yeah, use on a hooker than than using it on a on a winger, for example, or, or a second row. Because I don't think we need the, the pack. Doesn't really need much more. I think now. So I don't think I've answered your question yet. I probably can get on board of it if Danny is happy to be second fiddle to Jared. I think I can get on board with it if because it's looking highly likely that Aiden Caesar and Zane Tavano are leaving. Yes. It's a bit up in the air about um, Fussy Tua and Austin. We're not quite sure on those two. So it looks like we're going to have two quarter spots at the minimum available. I'm happy for Levi to come in, but we're still chasing that halfback. Yeah. So it kind of makes the halfback signing even more important for me if mm. Levi's coming in. You don't think, Andrew, there's a chance that Rowan sees Corey Johnson, who did play half yesterday, as a one of the halfback options? Do you know what? That just literally crossed my mind when, mm. when you just said that, that it's a potential, isn't it? Until we kind of mm. know what's happened with Blake Austin, we might need two new halfbacks. Potentially, is Corey Johnson ready to step up to play first grade rugby for the whole season? Is is, is something else to think about? But I know we're bought in Mikel Gudema, haven't we, for the next season as well? But it could be a completely reshaped squad next year. Thank you, uh, it, with a complete spine of the squad. So yeah, it could be potential for Corey Johnson. But like Reece said, I can get on board with it. But I don't want to see a player brought in for a quota spot if he's only going to play. 40, 50 minutes a game. You want to see uh, probably someone in the spine at six or seven. So, yeah, certainly interesting times over the, the close season and see what the recruitment's like going into 2024. Robbie Rhino says... Can, can we just ban Andrew and Robbie for the in the chat for putting Gannon at halfback? We were. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. We did Robbie it at Wigan. Rhino it was funny for 20 play. minutes. No. no. We could play Morgan Gannon at halfback. I agree, Robbie. We could just play Morgan there. And... Uh, and be done with it. On to Hull KR. That is our next game at Headingley on Friday as we record this. In terms of the squad, Andrew, do you, is it just as simple as Blake Austin in uh, someone out? Or yeah, I think it'll be Austin in, Donaldson out. And I think, yeah, because uh, Donaldson uh, failed his HR yesterday. I think that'll be it. And unless there's injuries that we don't know about, I can't see anyone else coming back in. I think Newman and Gannon are still what a month or so off. I would I would expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tetevano is out indefinitely. Definitely. So yeah, I, I can't see too much. And I think Austin comes in obviously uh, at six, and Corey probably drops to the bench, and, and Donaldson mm-hmm. drops out. I, I would expect. Do you agree with that, Reese? Sangare injured at the moment. Or is, he just, point, yeah. is he just? Is he just not playing at the moment? He I had think... a. Did he have a foot injury? I yeah, think. I think. Meaning oh yeah, Huddersfield. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there's much change at all. I think dropping Corey to the bench and putting Austin in is about as, as, as bad as right against. I think. Yeah. Um, players are in form, playing in their positions. I mean, Walters is doing all right. He's a starting prop. 
But maybe now Holroyd's getting some fitness back. Maybe I'd put Holroyd on starting, give him a chance to get his starting spot. It's been a, sh- it's been a short week as well. So mm. that, I don't know if there'll be any changes of that. But Hulk AR have had a short week as well because yeah. they obviously played on Sunday as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so um, I think I think I would swap, rotate Walters out for Holroyd because Holroyd is a, is a fantastic starting prop. And yeah, just um, move uh, our good man and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'll break Austin rather uh, into halfback. Sounds as simple as that. Um, I think the comments on here said Abdul's out for the rest of the year. That's he why is. they're parachuting in Brad Schneider from the Eels. The yeah. Eels. So there's no Abdul. There's also rumours that Mikey Lewis is. Because I don't know if it's a HIA for Mikey or not. I can't yeah. remember if it was. It looked like it could have been because he was holding the back of his neck, but I don't know if it was an injury. And there was another player that got a HIA as well, I think. Um, I can't remember who it was now. It was, yeah. I read it earlier. I can't remember his yeah, player. He's he's a, Can Schneider play on Friday? Is he not registered yet? I'm not even sure if he's here yet, Andy. I don't know. Yeah, he was there on Sunday. He was there on Sunday. Oh, what? Has any played Sunday? No, they what? He watched the um, he watched them lose to Hull. Oh, he'll, he'll be playing Friday then, won't yeah. he? They'll they'll, yeah. they'll have parachuted him him in specifically. I just hope that he's not one that got away from us. Because when you look at players like Jake Clifford, yes, like, who's going back? By the way, you know, who's yeah, going, who's, who's instantly going back? You're like anyway. Um, prediction, Andrew, for this game. Well, we only need one point to hit twenty thousand in Super League, <laughs> so I, I think we'll we'll 10, get thousand points in Super League. Twenty thousand, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be convincing. I don't want to be too cocky, but thirty-two. Don't worry, I will be. Thirty-two <laughs> nil. And that will be our 750th win in Super League as well since the competition began. Reese, uh, I'm feeling quite confident to be honest. I think uh, with with the injuries that Hulk AR have, obviously Abdul kicked us off the park last time. Yes. Um, so my and obviously as Robbie's saying, they've got the I think they've got the semi final the week after. They have. Yeah, and I think the other player is Kane Lynette that they're missing. Kane Lynette, that Andrew. So I, I, I'm feeling Lotpod confident. Oh my god! Which so I think it could be thirty-six to ten. Thirty-six to ten. Not, not quite. That's my that's my version of Lotpod confidence. Yeah, I normally I I'm normally by two yeah. or four, so take it, take the win. That's true. That 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 that's your Lotpod version. I think we're going to win forty-two. Well, we'll score 42 points. I'm going to give Hulk a bit of credit. People might be surprised by how many points I think Hulk will score. Ginny says 46-6 in the comments. I think Leeds 42, Hulk 16. <laughs> now, I believe in that's the most I've ever generous said a, a side would score against us. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to say, I think, Ash Hanley. Will score a hat trick, and that'll be his. About time, actually. I don't think he's got one this year, is he? And that'll be his hundredth try for Leeds because I'm ninety-nine. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because I'm ninety-nine. Amazing. Um, we are going to be back through the week with our transfer mailbag special. We've been trying to do this for since nineteen ninety-nine. Nineteen ninety-nine, Reese. We yeah. have been talking about it for ages. Then, when we did finally plan it, my internet completely collapsed and I had no internet for a few days so we will be back through the week with the transfer mailbag special 
Enjoy the game. And of course, we'll be back to review the whole KR game. Reese? Uh, I'm on the Red Robin podcast this week as well for their review. Um, so give Jono uh, a shout on his uh, podcast on the Red Robin. The Red uh, Robin podcast. People will know Jono. He's been on with us twice, I think, Reese. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's a good laugh, is Jono. So, I think um, Jono was on with us for the Super League preview, preview and draft. And the Super League draft. So you, people will be, fam- Jono will be familiar to our listeners. So Reese is going to be on the Red Robin podcast. So Fabulous. make sure everyone gives that a listen. Andrew, thank you as always. Thank you for having me. Reese, thank you as always. Take care, everyone. Leeds are going to smash Hulk KR. We'll see you on the Hulk KR review.